very exciting episode today. Not just because I'm dressed up like It the Clown. <laughs> uh, Pennywise. Oh, yeah. Pennywise. What was the name Penny, it? right? Yeah. Oh, is that? I've never seen It, so what? I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> the hot dish. Are we ignoring the fact that Ryan's in a full-on wig over here? <laughs> well, great with long hair. Uh, hot dish. You yes. Know, I had a feeling with you guys. And uh, also, thanks for having me back, too. Yes. Ryan is back, and we have a very, very special guest. Uh, Dean McMurray is here. <laughs> he is our medium. We talked about it last episode, how we were going to try to find a medium and do our very best. And usually, we don't have our shit together here. <laughs> but we It's like did. my Halloween costume every year. Yes, It's like exactly. the night before. The night before. <laughs> well, this was like at least a week before, I think. So there's that for us. Uh, yeah, you you know, yeah. I, <laughs> l- luckily, I had an opening yeah. This morning, yeah. I was like, <laughs> it was meant to be. <laughs> hey, you know what? I can make it today. Yeah, yeah it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we are very excited. Thank I'm you excited so much to for be here. joining us. Thanks oh so gosh. much. And I'm in the illustrious bunker. Yes. I was yep. like, what is this place? You know, I am the military medium. Mm-hmm. So. We yes. started talking about the bunker. I was thinking, God, do I need a clearance? <laughs> do I need to go out of town? And I was like, well, what the hell's going on? And then yeah. I was like, oh, that's where they are. Yes. Well, I was like, is it in the apartment? Is yeah. it, where is it? The backstory on the bunker, too, is uh, the place that we originally started out at, which was me, Lakin, Jake, Tyler, and Miles. Um, it was basically a storage unit. It was a 1,400 square foot storage unit, and it had <laughs> the only windows in there were the two little windows on the garage door. Um, so it felt like we were in a bunker, right, uh, with no natural light, no nothing. And uh, we've we've carried the name over. So nice. if we build ten buildings from here on out, it'll be Bunker 10.0. Yeah, right. Um, so that's that's where we landed. I here. love it. I love it. <laughs> you guys. Um, so I've never been read by a meeting before, right. but Ryan, you actually have had by ex- Dean by Dean before. Yeah. How about that? Do you want to talk about that for a minute? Um, well, like I was telling you, very eye opening. Yeah. And I get you might be a little bit nervous right now, which I also was because there's a lot of stuff that you don't see um, just looking at yourself from the outside in. Yeah. Um, but Dean is was able to pull that out of me. And uh, a lot of stuff that I had never thought about before that he had mentioned when we did the reading was like, wow, yes, that is exactly how I'm feeling. And that's exactly where I am in life right now. Um, so the reason I wanted to be on again was because I'm <laughs> I'm at a different stage in life now. Sure. And I think I'm going to have a probably a completely different reading yeah. um, because yeah. from the first time that we did it, um, going back and listening to that recording, that stuff has passed. And weirdly enough, it like <laughs> acted its way out that it was supposed to. <laughs> Isn't that weird uh, how that stuff works? It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I was telling these gals, I... Like, don't hold back at all. Yeah. Um, we're just okay. whatever whatever you see or whatever you hear. You guys like, are open, right? Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. Yep. Okay. Jake, the glass doesn't protect you. <laughs> I'm open so, back here too. Okay, okay. As long as you're open. Right? Yeah. All right. So let's learn a little bit about you first and then okay. jump into the reading, okay. if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you start experiencing this gift? Oh, Lord. No, uh, that was about 11 years ago, actually. Um, You know, here I was still in the military. Um, I was in my, it seems so long ago. Um, And, uh, you know, I was getting close to retirement. um, And I was working full time for the Army National Guard here in Fargo. Mm -hmm. And Everybody was getting ready to uh, go to Kosovo and all this. We went off and did our deal, played soldier over there, right, for a year. Came back, and that's when all holy hell started breaking loose. And what I mean by that is, like, it was almost like um, uh, 
I almost call it like poltergeist, right? Sure. Because clocks and pictures started flying off the damn walls. <laughs> and here I am. I was in a place that, you know, I wasn't a believer in mediums. I wasn't, you know, a big um, believer in all things spiritual. And But when you're having these experiences, and as I call the atypical guy, and you're taking stuff off the wall going... Well, that shouldn't have came off the wall and, (laughs) you know, and all the knickknacks a wife has and all that stuff. And it's like, what the hell is going on? Well, a little backstory. My wife, while I was gone, wanted to get some answers because my daughter was not sleeping. Okay. And uh, so she contacted a local psychic in the Fargo area and told me about the whole experience. And so I jokingly referred to this lady as the voodoo chick. <laughs> and so that was my words for, you know, that's how you and your voodoo chick friends, right? And uh, I think the craziest conversation up until that point was, what kind of essential oil do you want me to diffuse, yeah. right? It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I like that orange shit that you yeah. put in there. I don't know. What kind of it, rock do you want me to sleep with? Right? 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 It's like, rock? What? What are you talking about? My chakra. Yeah. And uh, so really... Quintessentially, I I said you you know we need to get a hold of the voodoo chick, and have her come over, figure out what's going on. Yeah, and I thought you know when people do that, when people are having these paranormal experiences, I thought they just make it all go away. That's what I thought, and really at that time there wasn't Nat Geo as far as you know the paranormal channel discovery and everything. There was only a few mediums on TV at the time. It, I, make myself sound so old but <laughs> in reality networks really haven't caught on to the craze that like we see now right mm-hmm. and so it's like where you know i just got a yellow pages the other day i didn't even know they still sent them out but regardless <laughs> i was looking through just to see if i had psychic or medium or ghost busting because i know there's paranormal groups in the in the fargo moorhead area and you know, one of the things was, is I didn't see any of that. So who do you call? You know, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Right. But what, you know, and I was like, reach out to the voodoo chick and she came over and I thought she was going to snap her fingers and do something. And, but instead she was talking to my deceased grandfather and I was thinking, oh, and I wasn't prepared mm-hmm. for her to start talking to a, my dead grandpa. Yeah. I just wasn't, I wasn't in that frame of mind. So I'm like, really what what kind of sage you smoking you know <laughs> that's what i'm thinking and so as i and, you know and i basically she left and nothing changed nothing went away and so i really went on a journey of trying to figure out you know what it meant or what was going on still i didn't have any answers and so i went back to her because quite honestly it was getting louder things were getting more physical shall yeah. we say and you know, it was around that time, right before I reached out to her, that I was washing baby bottles. Uh, my son was our deployment baby. And <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, so, you know, but the thing was, is that it's where my deceased grandmother showed up and my grandma died back in the 80s. Right. So I was about 10. And you do the math, figure out how old I am. Right. <laughs> so but the thing was, is that. um you know, that was all fine and well, but I couldn't figure out how I knew grandma was there standing with me. I could feel her. And I'm like, how the holy F do I know grandma is here? And I'm, yeah. I'm talking out loud to myself thinking I'm going to go crazy. Like, and so I went to bed 
and I'm laying there and, you know, I kind of said in my head, you know, if, if you're really here, you need to prove it. And that's when the room absolutely went absolutely frigid. So we're talking at this time We're you know, it's a winter here in Fargo, right? So it was around that time. And I was like, ah, the wife's got, it's off peak power. It's, you yeah. know, the wife's got the fan on. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to put logic to what was going on. Yeah. And so then it was almost like my ego or my, uh, my drunk friend that always has better advice. That's no good <laughs> said, you know what? If she's really here, if this isn't just bullshit, why doesn't she touch us? You know? And so as soon as that thought left my head, it was like yesterday, it was a gentle yet firm pressure that started at the top of my head. Went wow. down to the bottom of my feet, and it was wow. like somebody was li- lying on top of me. Yeah, and I was like, "Holy shit! Wow. Like, what is going on?" And it was something so visceral. I needed that to really, I don't know, come to Jesus moment. Be yeah. smacked around with the two by four if you want, <laughs> but it wasn't evil. It wasn't, uh, you know, malevolent. It wasn't, you know, anything nasty. It was just. Hey, damn it. You, yeah. you know, you got, you know, you really need to step up to the plate because you got shit to do. Yeah. And I didn't realize that at the time. And, you know, fast forward some time, I went on a journey of why me, why now? I, you know, here I was like in my 40s, it just, you know, turned 40. And, you know, and I was like, well, it wasn't going away. And, you know, I kind of went back to that voodoo chick <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? Why? What did you do? <laughs> and she was like, it doesn't work that way. I didn't do anything. But you're a medium. That's what she told. I was like, I don't want to be a medium. Take it back. <laughs> really? Right. Like, yeah, it's like getting pink pants in the you know mail. Like, I don't want it. But there was no return address. And like, well, I guess I wear them. <laughs> and, you know, and it's like so I when I learned to embrace you know, what, what mediumship meant for Dean McMurray, what does that look like? Um, not, you know, somebody on TV, but in reality, um, it kind of changed and opened up in ways that I could never fathom. And I thought it was going to be a very natural, um, progression to retire from the military. Mm-hmm. And then go right into working for the local VA hospital mm-hmm. because that was my plan. Here, here are my kids. You know, I got a newborn. Mm-hmm. I got my daughter at the time was what? She was five, six years old. Do you ever want to hear anything super creepy? Ignore a lot of spirits trying to talk to you so you can have your five-year-old little daughter come into your room at two o'clock in the morning going, Daddy, there's a man in my room. Oh, it's, oh. yeah. Yeah. No. With a little girl voice like poltergeist. She oh, no. did that? Oh, yeah. Oh. And because my daughter is extremely sensitive. Yeah. And as a dad, I, I don't care, you know, whether you're a dad or not, or whether you're the cool uncle or whatever. But, you know, I think we all want, even as moms or aunts or whoever, we have a innate animalistic sense of protecting the pack or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when you hear that, like bells and whistles go out, I flying out of bed thinking, oh my God, there's some creepo physically yeah. in my daughter's bedroom. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, ready to tackle them, do whatever. And, but then I got in there and I'm like, oh, there's somebody here. Wow. And I'm like, and then it kind of gives a different sense of goosebumps. Sure. Yeah. So I'm like, 
okay. So my wife goes, you figure this shit out. <laughs> you you yeah. figure this out. And I'm like, I don't, I know the mechanics. I know, you know, <laughs> you know, who do you go to for this? And so, you know, I ended up taking a course in mediumship. I, and, you know, I just figured it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the old adage, you probably, you know, um, new age spiritual terms and labels you know when the student is ready the teacher will appear and all that crazy <laughs> stuff it, yeah it, it does have a a, a a bit of truth in that and it really is because sure. when you're ready it almost seems like the universe opens up these doors mm-hmm. and puts people in front of you and it was an opportunity that i ended up taking and ever since then it was kind of crazy because like i said i was planning to work for the VA. Yeah. And when I got close to retirement or, and it was just a normal progression to be like, well, I guess we're going to open a business and do this full time. And I'm like, are you freaking, <laughs> that's what I'm saying to myself. Are you freaking high? Like, <laughs> what are you thinking? Yeah, like, are we gotta you going to get the yellow pages? Are, are you, <laughs> right. Are you going to be, are you going to have that? What are you going to, and, and I joked, what am I going to be doing? Giving readings in my basement? Or, <laughs> and I think somebody, a proverbially, I was like thinking like some, like a drunk angel sitting there smoking a cigarette going, yeah. And, and in Ubers and a car, you know, wherever you're asked to show up. And it really has been that way of, you know, I've done readings and Ubers and in tour boats and haven't done it in a plane or, you know, um, or things like that. Maybe it gives new term to the mile high psychic <laughs> club. And we can yeah. maybe coin that one, right? <laughs> so on the show Long Island Medium, I yeah. used to love that show. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. have the nails oh, glad. oh, my God. Yeah. She's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah I love she's her. amazing. She would just go up to random people. Right. Do you do that? I have really strong. So let me give a caveat first. <laughs> what you don't see um, on TV gets edited out because it would be very boring for you to be watching a show and then go up and an associate producer or producer goes up, excuse me, we would like you to be on. Sure. And would you sign this release and do all oh, the yeah, paperwork and then be like, you know, tree, you know, you're on the tree, Caputo and blah, blah, blah. You know, so that part doesn't it's boring. Nobody wants to see that. They want to see the raw, right? Mm -hmm. And so I got really strong boundaries around that because number one, maybe it's part of the Midwest me, right? (laughs) Is because I don't want somebody to roll up and just start reading me. I have very strong boundaries around that. Mm -hmm. I have to allow um, somebody to get permission Mm -hmm. to somebody to start reading me. Mm -hmm. I don't want somebody to be like, "Mm mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you got some stuff. You know, it's like, that's done your business. Like, to me, giving a reading, and and I don't want this to sound creepy, but in a same sense, you're getting up in somebody's energy. You think of the term psychic medium, right? So psychic is the ability to read somebody's energy, past, future, present. But then the medium aspect of talking to dead people, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so the aspect of, you know, I don't want somebody all up on my stuff. And so it, you know, and I don't want to do that to anybody else. That's maybe how I was raised, but I take really strong. um, That's kind of part of my code of ethics Yeah, Yeah. that I will always ask before any energy work, because I don't just do the psychic medium gig. Mm -hmm. Um, And so whether I'm helping a realtor get rid of 
ghosties in a home <laughs> yeah. or for lack of better words or whatever, I always ask. And if I get a no, it's not, you know, I'm not like the drunk frat guy. I'm not going to like, <laughs> come on, you know, you know, yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm just like, okay, I respect your boundaries. Yeah. We love yeah. a respectful and, media. Yeah. Right, right. It's like, oh. you know, so, but no, jokingly, all joking aside, I take that really serious yeah. because, um, so no, um, in fact, you know, I went to Olive Garden. This was going back a number of years. And, uh, and I, and I made a post about it actually on social media. Of course, I didn't say who the, you know, the, the bar backer was or mm-hmm. whoever was behind the bar. Of course, I don't know the dude. And, um, and I was waiting for it to go order and, um, I was, and there was totally a gentleman in spirit, like following this guy. Like he was all, you know, they're zipping around and 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 I was like, and I was like, whoa, that's kind of, and I didn't go, excuse me. Um, you know, thinking I'm going to order like a mojito or something, (laughs) but, uh, you know, you got a dead, you know, gentleman following you around and. You know, so I was just in observance of that. And typically when that stuff happens, I put it back on spirit because my thought process is this, is if they are coming from a place that is all knowing, all, you know, um, all divine, right? Mm -hmm. And they can do things bigger than us saying, if I'm supposed to deliver that message, then I want you to put the wheels in motion for me to a lot. I'm not going to go up. And there are some people I, I do um, have friends or that are other mediums um, that go up. Excuse me. You know, I'm a psychic medium. Do you know what that is? Um, you have a message from a spirit. Are you open to receive it? So they'll come up and just right in their face. And, you know, and I'm a little bit more reserved. And whatever that is, whatever your bedside manner is, I guess, so to speak. <laughs> is, you know, that's okay. But for me, um, you know, I always take the more respectable route. And I guess in my words, you know, I'm mincing words, so to speak, but um, I, you know, I always ask mm-hmm. uh, for permission and everything else. So, yeah. Does it ever become a distraction? Like when you're out in public, like it, let's just say you're at Mall of America, right? Mm-hmm. And you see like 15 spirits following. Not spirits. Of- spirits, I love, love, love spirits because know how to deal with them. They respect boundaries. <laughs> the, the 98% rule, there's only like one or 2% that are nasty, right? Yeah. So it's the people's energy because you've ever heard the, the term empath, right? Yep. The ability to feel everybody's emotions, mm-hmm. right? whether they're high or low, that's where I, Mall of America is a great one because the first time, actually, I haven't been there a lot. I think I've been there, is it twice? And I'm not a great Minnesotan. I grew up in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. I, I grew up on the, nor- on, on the border in Minnesota. So, but the thing was, is that I, you know, first time I went there, I was like, wow, this is cool. And it's, you know, you're taking in all the sights and sounds. And then after 30 minutes or an hour after you eat and all that, it's like, okay, I'm done. And it's (laughs) like, you know, and I know my wife was like, got it by then. She was like, I, I get that. Um, but, and that's a great question. Sometimes there are like, if I go to a home that is really sad, and I feel a lot of attachment from spirits or the land. We live in a very rich historical 
or you know uh area rich with history right mm-hmm. native american early settlers i mean all kinds of stuff and people die from all kinds of reasons and they either get attached to the land or homes or cars or objects whatever maybe your cup so you could be drinking. No, just kidding. But I guess the thing that I'm trying to share is that um, typically not. Um, the only time that I ever get overwhelmed by spirits is if I'm in doing, say, a clearing work, mm-hmm. um, getting rid of malevolent or nasty spirits. And there's a lot of it. And then it can just seem so taxing to me. Um, But on the most, you know, uh, spirit, when I connect to, as I share the 98% rule, they're very uplifting. They're just like, you know, the cool drunk uncle, the the loud grandma, you know, it's like, these people are cool. Like, I would party with you guys, you know, it's like... So, you know, for the most part, it's, you know, it's fun hanging out for me. And it's kind of weird to say that now, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. when you first start, it's like, oh, I'm talking to dead people. And then all yeah. of a sudden it's like, I like talking to dead people more than I do live people. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Dean know. can make friends anywhere. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, there's all, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like over there talking to yourself at the party. It's like, no, no, go away. We're yeah. <laughs> Who are you talking I'm talking to? to your grandpa. Just go. You know, it's like, weird. Yeah. Dean, can you describe a time where. Or like, yeah, where you've been uh, like overwhelmed or scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great question, uh, Jake. You know, one of the things I was actually here in Fargo um, was one of the times I got a call from a gentleman um, in his 60s. Just a very what I would call a very atypical guy. And what the reason I use that, I kind of want to set the stage in your mind because this guy didn't have he wasn't a big believer in things spiritual. Um ex uh, marine from uh you know served in vietnam um so kind of give you that kind of and uh kind of that macho kind of look to him and he was like are you the medium guy and i was like uh sure i'm you know we're large but okay and uh, uh singer and bazinga and uh but the thing was is that he was like i got some stuff going on i need you to cleanse or do whatever you do and so I went over, I think was out in West Fargo, whatever at the time, this is going a number of years back. And I got over there and I was like, and he was explaining, he goes, I'm not a big believer of spirits, ghosts, whatever. He goes, but I got some stuff going on. I don't know. And he goes, I know that there is a, a little girl that hangs out in here. There's, and he goes on. And I was like, how do you know that? And he goes, I don't know. He's like freaked out. And I was like, I get it. I've been there. And, but he just knew. And so I started doing a cleansing or a dousing of, of his space. And uh, then we went into a reading and um, there, he recently had a friend around that time that committed suicide. The friend wasn't very friendly. I don't know what he called him friend, but it was interesting um, there was a lot of dark stuff associated uh, with this, I don't know, case. Sure. And like when I mean dark stuff, meaning like um, dark energy and the guy wasn't, but it was just weird. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, why do I get a different vibe with this guy? And I couldn't put my finger on it, but I was like, there's something weird going on. And so I was giving this guy a reading and I was like, oh my God, I said, you're, 
what is his friend, he shows me uh, on his right arm, he shows me a tattoo. And I said, it looks to me like a horseshoe. And he was like, God, that doesn't make any sense. So anyway, so I do my thing. I leave. I said, give it 24, 48 hours. Give me a call, right? He calls me less than 12 hours. He like almost frantic. And he's like, shit's worse now. (laughs) And he's like, now whatever it is, it's like climbing on me. And like, and I was like, is this guy having, I'm not a psychologist. Like somebody could have a break. I don't know. And so I was like, I said, if you feel you need to go to the doctor, please do that. I said, whether it's, you know, psychosis or (laughs) physical, because he was worried he had open heart surgery years before and he was worried he was going to have heart issues. I said, if you feel you need to go to the doctor, go. Long story short, he was like, and then he called like six hours later. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he took a picture of his right forearm. So remember, going back to your friend manifested on his right forearm was a bruise that was in the shape of a horseshoe. And he said, I am freaking out. Got goosebumps. So around that, I didn't really feel anything like bad, but I said, there's still something that's going on. Why? Well, here, so I wasn't a big believer in all things. We talk about galactic stuff. So aliens and we'd go down that rabbit hole, right? (laughs) This guy totally somehow got possessed. It was more of a possession case. And I've worked some of those when we're talking about evil stuff and, you know, the more spooky things. Mm -hmm. And I did everything that I had been taught up until that point, everything that I had learned using all my tips and tricks and (laughs) everything and nothing. It wouldn't, didn't do shit. And that's when I got scared. So when you talk about, and I was like, oh shit, now what? Like I can't help. And so I started reaching out Fargo Moorhead actually, whether you know it or not has actually it's, it's gotten smaller, but at one time had an extremely robust, um, I call it a holistic community. It means that there is people that do energy work, mediums, psychics, tarot card. I mean, tons of people that do different things. And so I started reaching out to the people that I knew and that might've had experiences with this. And so I'm like, do you, you know, like, you know, reaching out to your network, like who do you, you know, you don't look in the yellow pages. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so actually I found a couple of people. They were like, yeah, um, once many years ago and through, a period of trial and error. Um, we were to help, we were able to help this guy, but it was kind of crazy. So Jake, when you ask about, you know, was there a period where I was ever scared? Um, it, you know, for me for a while there I was, but then I had to remember when I do this work, even though there might be part of me that might get a little scared, I have to remind myself not to be scared because if I'm dealing with, say, the cases in a sense like dark energy or something, um, anything that is in that energy um, loves fear. So, Freddy, mm-hmm. it, yeah. anything that scares you or that, you know, like when you watch the movie or you read the book, what happens? You ignite that um, 
you know, the different parts of your brain that brings up um, imagination, right? Yeah. Or maybe something else that was terrifying. And it's like, so you start, ta- you know, you start, the movie player starts going and it brings you into a different vibration and energy level. And anything negative loves that. Okay. It will feed on it. Like, you know, you turn, what happens when you turn on light in the middle of, you know, in, in mid summer in Minnesota, bugs, mm-hmm. you know, the low, you know, uh, life forms kind of, and the same with people, right? Mm-hmm. The more upbeat you are, you know, the more you attract, because yeah. I'm sure you would, you're always kind of seem to be bubbly and outgoing, yeah. right? Yeah. So, you know, but do you always, Wait, you how know, do you know that? <laughs> psychic. Hello. <laughs> but um, so, but, you know, that's the same with anybody else. If they're always, you know, outwardly positive or just carry a light about them saying, I don't know what it is about you. I just, your energy, your personality, <laughs> whatever. But guess what? Good people like it. And also Ooh. people that are negative. So, um, and that's why you just gotta like get the hell away from me. Go on, <laughs> you know? yeah. even at the bar, right? It's yeah. like go away. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know. So, does that answer your question? Yeah. Did, I kind of got it. I kind of got off the rails a little. Yeah. No, bit. that was you good. got a real. You got a real me. <laughs> really talking about. Uh, that was a great answer to yeah. that question. Um, you answered. Uh, we had like a list of questions yeah. that we prepared, and you answered most of them on yes. your own. So that is that is very good. I didn't tell uh, you about the story of the time that I, when I was still single, that I had sex with a ghost. <laughs> oh, wait, what? That was not. That wasn't on Jake's question list. That was, that was not on my list. Uh, I, I had to. I had to that in there. That's funny. Um, I, I saved that one for special interviews. So yeah. You guys this being you. one of them. It was late. We were tired. No, we, I was working. I did. Um, I, I, um, I did have uh, 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 somebody in spirit when I was still working for the guard, actually. And um, I did have a deceased soldier show up and he wasn't part of the National Guard. He actually died when we were on active duty and he was a fellow squad leader. And we went to um, uh, Afghanistan together. And then um, just because of uh, my, you know, contract, I ended up getting out. And then the unit went on to uh, uh, Iraq and then I was here in North Dakota eating donuts. I was a, I was a recruiter, right? Sure, yeah. And, uh, but the thing was is, um, so he died in Iraq and from an IED. And, you know, and of course, you know, uh, we weren't super close, but yet we were. And I think just the nature of work and everything else. And it was interesting because years later, so we're talking, he passed what? Late 2003 or, or 04, I think I want to say like around 2004. So right before I retired, I was actually sitting there and on you know, like a full manifestation of a soldier standing in desert camouflage clothes. And I had to do it like I'm used to always seeing yeah. at that point, <laughs> like soldiers in uniform, like, hey, sir, you know, they'd always call me. Sergeant Mac, and they'd be like, "Hey, Sergeant Mac," you know. But he was just standing there, and I did a double take, like, "What? What?" <laughs> and and I was like, "Oh, hey," you know. And then you got to switch back to that medium mode, yeah. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And then he was gone, 
And I was like, so I was like, what did he want? And I looked up because I was like, when did he pass? And it was to the day of mm. the date of his passing. Wow. wow. And it was like the anniversary of that. Oh. And I was like, okay, all right. So, you know, um, sometimes it's more about the memory or, yeah. you know, trying to celebration of life. It's not about the death yeah. aspect. Oh, okay. It's more about celebration of life. Yeah. So. yeah. How, how has being a medium like changed your perspective on death? Oh yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> I, you know, one of the things that I've learned over doing readings over the, you know, you know, over a decade has been that truly number one over and over and over again is that love never dies. Right. Cause what, you know, to be honest, everybody that comes for a reading is looking for connection at some level. They're looking mm -hmm. for validation. Mm -hmm. Validate me. I am looking to communicate one more time, right? Mm -hmm. Or whether they didn't get the opportunity to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. And so for me, looking at that, whether I'm connecting to um, somebody that took their own life, um, whether um, it, you know, a, a child, it could be a baby, it could be somebody that was very young, you know, that died, you know, in a house fire, whatever the cause of death doesn't matter. Or it could be somebody that was, you know, uh, just life. Right. So it um, doesn't matter cause of death, but I guess how it has changed me is I look at things way different. Um, one example was I had a dad reach out to me and this is going back a number of years. Um, and they're very well known. Um, there was a very popular case of when um, the kids died. And he came to It was all over the news and everything. And very sad. And he came to me looking for answers. And I provided what, you know, they provided me. But after that, it was, you know, in the setting, regardless whether I'm connecting um, to children, whether I'm connecting to a wife or it doesn't matter. It's like I put on the medium hat and I try to be not emotional. But then afterwards, hello, I'm human. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm yeah. a dad and I'm a husband. So then, you know, the reality, you kind of come back and you're like, holy shit. So then you look at your kids, you know, my daughter now a teenager. And I'm like, you know, hey, if I don't ever tell you again, you know, I love you. And then you get the eye. I know, Dad. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's like, well, don't let it go till thirty. I just gave a lady that you know, and then yeah. I get into the lecture mode, right? Yeah. And it's like, I don't want you to be that lady when I'm like eighty, and you know, so or you know, letting. So sometimes it's great. I think it 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 brings a a human piece and and reminds me. But that's you know, that's on me to take the lessons out of those readings that because I'm experiencing it because I'm gifting that. So, you know, and a lot of times anybody like you guys today, you're, you know, you're going to be sharing this with the world. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is, is that, you know, the idea about doing public presentations or readings is to help somebody being like, oh my God, I can totally relate with their story yeah. or that yeah. reading, the emotional connection, right? And that's the other thing, just like podcasts and everything else, you're telling a story 
And there's sometimes there's laughter or sadness or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in the aspect of going back, um, you know, just like you experienced with the with the reading, there's there's different levels of healing. So um, if that kind of answers your question mm-hmm. in a roundabout mm-hmm. way, but yeah, yeah, um, uh, that very much yes. did. <laughs> um, I think, uh, well, we're going to take a break here pretty quick, okay. but I have one more question to ask yeah. you. Oh. It yeah. relates to last episode, last episode, Tyler, <laughs> you honestly might have no answer to this whatsoever. And okay. that's okay. Last <laughs> episode, Tyler was telling us a very tall tale about his hometown, uh, out in Detroit Lakes, and I don't know if you know the town Vergus, but oh, Vergus, uh, yeah, uh, Vergus. There is apparently an <laughs> urban legend in Vergus yeah. of a hairy man who lives in the woods and a bunch of witchcraft <laughs> that goes on yeah. in the woods. That was me. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was, um, I, I, yeah. I don't wear clothes in Vergus. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, just let it all hang. I got on. lost going to Wee Fest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to know if the stories about the witches and the spirits hmm. living in the woods are. Are, are real or hold any sort of truth well here here's what i'll share is i honestly don't know if if those tales are true i'm not from the area um i have heard of 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 those or that you know urban legend so to speak i think it would be a blast to go um do like investigation should we uh, yeah let's do it okay. <laughs> i don't yeah don't be like oh dean i i'm really surprised i'm kind of disappointed really that you didn't say let's go find the most haunted yeah. building in fargo oh, and bring my. dean and do an investigation <laughs> um but yeah i'm totally up i'm game uh so but one of the things is that I have come to find out is even if it's look little, you give it kind of the side eye going, really? Um, just even if you can't quite go there, I have learned to stay open. Yeah. Because every time that I said, you know what, that's BS, I've been proven wrong. Yeah. Okay. And I can't, so I can't definitively say, even if you're coming at it from a logic, scientific standpoint, can anybody definitively say, that um you know bigfoot or this hairy guy may- maybe it's some drunk dude maybe <laughs> yeah who knows you know Tyler. <laughs> um, I, you know being in you know doing a lot of holistic expos and everything else and and uh, there's always the cryptozoologists and the bigfoot folks and there's a lot of uh, there's a great organization called uh she squatchers right so check them that. out yeah jen, uh, jen and the crew um, kind of a quick shout out to them, you know, folks that we meet along the different interest areas yeah. and they kind of learn. And I'm not an expert in, you know, Sasquatch or Yeti, uh, you know, <laughs> the different coolers. Right. So yeah. uh, how do you get a cooler out of it? I don't know. But anyways, I think it would be so fun just to do that investigation and just be talking about witches um and different things but i can't give i can't say that it's bs or not bs because i don't have an experience with it but i will say this is that i'm always very careful to label it because i have been found my ego tends to slap me across <laughs> the face saying oh bs huh let me give you an experience yeah <laughs> and then it's like oh my god you know yeah. it's real you know so yeah Love that. Love that. Love that. What a great Love that answer. answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's take a break yep. and then yeah. uh, we'll be right back. Awesome. Whew. All right, you guys, before we get into the second half of this podcast, we have to talk to you about our sponsor, Bulk Jerky. Bulk. Bulk. 
Building Up Lives with Kindness Jerky. Um, this is a website where you can go on and purchase jerky in bulk, as it says. They have a lot of cool and interesting flavors, actually. Right now, I have the hot brisket sitting on my desk. Uh, I would say that this is a fan favorite around here. We actually had to tell people to stop eating the jerky <laughs> because we need to talk about it. We need to hold it. Uh, if you guys go on their website, I was actually kind of shocked when I saw that they don't just have jerky they have dried fruits and nuts and cold brew coffee i still have to get my hands on that that's delicious um that sounds good yeah cold brew. i know it's right up my alley fun fact about them if you're on here shopping for yourself check out the pet section you can buy your little buddy some jerky i know they got dog they have pet treats on there treats on there we love that um everything ships super fast and everything is very well thought out and this is a great company um they just have really high quality stuff and i know you guys are gonna love it um so bulk jerky <laughs> look at this bag of jerky well for you guys listening hear this you hear that <laughs> five pounds of jerky they sell this is insane you know what this would make an i said this last episode but it really would make an excellent christmas gift mm-hmm. for the jerky lovers in your life just get them a big old bag of bulk jerky perfect and uh it keeps in your pantry or your fridge for a really really long time so long shelf life we love that so head over to bulk jerky uh bulk jerky.com slash you betcha and enter in code you betcha one word for 10 percent off your order you guys will have to go check it out and let me know what you think thank you so much bulk jerky for sponsoring this podcast we're gonna do oh. we're gonna do some readings right oh, we're back. yeah yep. yeah let's do it let's do it okay. are you ready i'm ready i'm are excited you, are you scared <laughs> I'm a, no, I'm not scared. I'm just like okay. so excited. Okay. <laughs> a little nervous. So um, to kind of preface the readings a little bit because everybody wonders how they'll work is I always share it to everybody is the way that'll work is I'll connect to you, connect to spirit stepping forward uh, to communicate with you. And then I'll give you, you know, take a brief pause and ask you if that's somebody you can recognize or validate. Um, I'll do my best to connect and bring forward all the evidential information, you know, like height and everything. I don't want you to get wrapped up into just one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll take a brief pause and ask you, is that somebody you can recognize or validate? If okay. you can, great. I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and deliver the message. If you can't, I will still deliver the message and trust that who it is and their message will make sense. Okay. Down the road. Okay. All right. All right. So if you see me scribbling on my pad, that's why I brought it today. So um, it helps me, um, you know, kind of figure stuff out. It's like yeah. shorthand with spirit, right? So we're going to start with um, Lakin Ooh. and um, We're a very with... open podcast so don't hold back. No. <laughs> and now you're like shit. <laughs> Alright, cool. So um, one of the things that I didn't share is that I also work with angels as well. So uh, archangels. Like guardian and angels? Guardian angels, archangels, okay. yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you're like, well, no. Okay. <laughs> just... Okay, so a few things for you. So when we talk about angels, you have quite a few that step forward for you. Um, so first and foremost, you have Archangel Michael. Michael is all about, he's the Fabio of the angel world, right? Okay. I <laughs> love to joke about angels a lot, but he is very much the protector Okay. And associated with the color blue, right? So when you're talking about when we brought in the aspect of the empath, right? Being a, It's like you almost need that. I need to be put in a bubble so everybody else's stuff is not affecting me, right? 
I also, oh, go ahead. No, no. Oh, I'm, sorry. Yeah. You're like, um, the other aspect is Archangel Gabriel. Now, Gabriel um, is known as God's messenger, but really anybody, hello, we're doing a podcast that has a message to convey. However, it goes a step beyond that. And when we start talking about more psychic or um, metaphysical communication. And so what I would say is a lot of times for you is that you just know things. So seemingly out of thin air, it's just like, how do you know that? And it's like, <laughs> I just know it. Why don't you just listen to me? Hello. Um, so that's your intuition speaking. It's that if you think of the uh, divine Wi-Fi, right, you're connected to it. <laughs> and it's like you're getting you're getting what we call downloads. Okay. So the messages, wherever they come from, is a divine source. But uh, Gabriel is helping you with that, as well as developing your intuition. Okay. So Raphael is also hanging out with you. Raphael, interesting, is talking about your shoulder. I don't know what's going on with your shoulder. The other... <laughs> Are you all right? Yeah. Kind of freaked out. Sorry. Um, so the, <laughs> the other thing is um, is uh, helping with, uh, you know, self-healing yeah. in that aspect, but also working with you as the innate healer. Now, spoiler alert, we're all healers at some level, but talking about that, you know, if you've ever felt like hot hands or tingling, those are, we're just natural healing centers. So we can learn to use that. To heal yeah. So, um, so the other, and a lot of times too, it's like people ask, like, why do people always just come to me or confide in me? Like, I don't know you. And it's like, but they're being drawn to your essence, if you will, your healer, inner healer. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So that, uh, you're sorry, real quick, the shoulder thing, my yeah. shoulder has been bugging me so bad the last couple of days. And my husband, I've been like, can you rub my shoulder? That's right. why I kind of like jumped at that. So to fix it, you actually have to rub the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, nice. well, we'll spirits steer back over here and not there. Okay. Anyways, no. And I want to give a caveat that you know, if somebody's doing something private in their adult life, spirit isn't there going, I've never done it like that. They're not, <laughs> they're not the voyeuristic. Everybody's like, oh my God, did they see me in the shower? It's like, it's not like that. So yeah. don't, okay. don't think that it's not. So, um, and then last but not least, uh, before we get into your reading, Archangel Metatron. Now Metatron, I'm not, you know, talking about transformers, <laughs> kind of where, like you're right. It's like, is he just making stuff up now? Metatron is more about, um, talking about when we're having out-of-body experiences. So if you've been feeling lately like maybe you're a bit medicine-y head, you know, when you have, a, a, a say, a head cold and you take some uh, medication, you get kind of, I don't know, kind of feeling floaty or disconnected. Okay. Uh, Metatron comes in and really that's kind of your, you think of your soul self kind of become, becoming not untethered, but kind of floating outside your body. So if you're having these experiences, um, that's kind of what's happening. And then the other aspect is too, is that if you're having what I call funky dreams, now funky dreams isn't why am I standing naked holding a snake? Not that. What I'm talking about is when you have a deceased loved one and you're having very visceral dreams, okay? Um, and saying, oh my God, I could really, I could smell the perfume i could smell you know give you know the hug all mm -hmm. that great stuff does that make sense yeah okay and i also want to acknowledge really quick before we get into spirits your guardian angels uh, big female energy around that 
and just comes in. It's almost like uh, you think of Wizard of Oz and what was it, uh, Linda the Good Witch or whatever, and be like, you know, kind of in the big pink dress with the tiara. I don't know why I'm getting that image, but it's like <laughs> almost where you need a very like, oh, yeah, like uplifting and very like, okay, you know. Um, so it's interesting that, but it feels like there's a familiar um, or family connection to that. Okay. So understand that you just got great angel energy around you. So talking about spirits, mom's side of the family do have a very large female energy that steps forward first and foremost. Understand uh, that she talks about uh, passing from cancer is one of the things that she talks about. And then um, I keep on getting taken to her right knee. So I'm understanding that she had knee issues, especially with the right knee um, before she passed. Now, one of the things that I am understanding is that I keep on feeling the back of my throat being scraped. And it's as I connect to her and it's really so I'm understanding that she was hospitalized or intubated prior to passing. And one of the things is I keep on feeling like a pulsing or a hand squeezing um, on my hand. So this is typically indicative of her not being able to communicate prior to passing, but knowing and people giving her yeah. handholds. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. And the other last but not least, what she's showing me is a like a, a teddy bear made with like, I don't know if it's her clothes or a quilt or what's going on, but it's like handmade. And it's almost like a, a memorial or a memory like bear thing. Does okay. that make sense yeah. to you? And uh, can I ask who do you... or? Can you validate who that is? And who I, I think it might be my great aunt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the other aspect um, is that there is a male that steps actually quite close to you. Um, now, this is interesting because it doesn't feel like a family member. And this gentleman actually came to me yesterday. Um, feels like he passed in his, I want to put him in that very late teen, I would say anywhere from the 18 to, God, he doesn't feel like he was 21 when he passed, but he could have been. He probably acted a lot younger for his age. Um, But interesting is that uh, I'm understanding that he took his own life. This is a young male, um, good looking And um, it's interesting because I keep on smelling like what I would understand is like skull or uh, some type of dip. It's more like a a menthol or I don't know. It's not menthol. You don't chew menthol dip, but, you know, kind of like that um, weird smell to it. Um, And there's something going on. He's connected with the number 10. So I don't know if he played high school sports and then going back to like, I almost being taken to like um, basketball, Um, but there's a number 10 is very significant to him, but he did take his own life. I understanding that he ended up shooting himself. So, Oh, Okay. He, he shot himself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, Does that make sense? Yes. I there okay. was two different people okay. I was thinking of, yeah. but this makes yeah. more sense. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yes. <laughs> okay. 
and then also and, <laughs> and then also and then, and then also the male on the dad's side of the family now this is he's really fun because he's mm-hmm. quite the character and he kind of comes in the door like whistling and he was like well i'm here and he's like so just and but it's interesting because he's carrying a very large American flag with him. So very much the Patriot, right? Kind of what I would say is anytime I see an American flag tells me that they serve the country at some level Mm. in the military. So very proud Patriot. Um, And, but just the character, I mean, just Mm -hmm. with him is this, and he's like, well, hell you shouldn't, you know, it's like, you guys shouldn't have started until I got here, you know, kind (laughs) of like, are you going to erect a memorial? Kind of one of those guys. Right. Um, and the other thing is, it's interesting to me, too. It feels like um, he was also connected to when I kind of get into that aspect for him. It's like um, where he was connected. It feels like he did farming or egg aspect of okay. where I keep on seeing him more in a rural setting. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, that's on my dad's side. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's almost like I smell like a licorice um smell to like a almost like a a smoke okay that you know and mm-hmm. i can almost taste it it's okay. like you know it's uh-huh. like oh really would you smoke something else <laughs> um so anyways coming forward for you number one the male that took his own life his message going forward is letting and now are you still friends with the family or is there a connection no my that was my brother's roommate okay yeah okay now let me ask, and how long ago did he pass? Do you know? Um, it would have been seven years, eight, okay. eight, nine years ago. Yeah. Okay. All right. So one of the things, and that makes a lot of sense why, because he yeah. was your brother's roommate, um, because it's more about your brother never really getting beyond that. Yeah. And so if you're comfortable with it, and obviously if you can just say, here, watch this the yeah. episode, um, talking about number one that, you know, like saying, Hey, what's up fucker. And then <laughs> n- number two is letting him know that he's okay. And that nothing that he ever did contributed yeah. wow. to him crossing over. And there was really nothing that he could have ever done while yeah. he was living that would have changed the outcome. Wow. It would have just delayed the mm-hmm. inevitable because it was really where his soul was hurting beyond yeah. what anybody, you know, he kept it well hidden. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's in a good place. That's so a big, big thing he wants good. to share. Good. Okay. So um, you talked about your, I think it was your great aunt on the yeah, mom's side. Yeah. Obviously one of the big things, she's just a sweet lady too. She just grabs your cheeks. She was like, oh, just such, so beautiful. She was <laughs> like, and um, so, but the thing is, and then she's like trying to feed you. She's like, here's take some pickles and I don't know, all <laughs> kinds of canned stuff. Um, but really letting you know, um, that truly, truly how proud of you that she is and how much you have yet to accomplish. One of the things that she did say is that she was very excited for you. This is going back probably, I'm just trying to understand like two, maybe three years. It was like a big, big celebration um, and it was like almost like if you're building family or whatever the case is, but understand that she is extremely happy for you um, because there's so much joy that was brought in your life 
after so many years of just yeah not yeah yeah and mm-hmm. you're in a good place good yeah so you're like <laughs> i feel uh, like it <laughs> uh i'm not a psychic being i can't go to that but no it's it's a good good thing um and then the other aspect then we go back over on the dad's side of the family and the male just talking about again just how proud of you um but talking about more the changes coming up for you Interesting. It's saying that there is a a lot of what I almost see as a lot of doors, so a lot of opportunities. Okay. Um, some might be away, meaning physically in different mm-hmm. locations. Um, so what happens with everything going on? I don't know. But the thing that I would share is to stay open to it because there's a lot of time between now and then. Okay. There's a lot of figuring out what's going on. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Okay. Any questions? Um I so ha, sometimes I understand that people who I would want to come through don't come through. Is there a reason for that? So, you know, I always trust that the people that come through are the ones that are supposed to. Yeah. Um, you know, just because we put a construct of that, mm-hmm. but um I guess there isn't any hard, fast rule why they're not. Sure. But sometimes we put it in a box, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I do want to, before I do switch to somebody else, there is another um, big connection over on the mom's side of the family as well. Okay. And that is like where you get hugged, like almost like a bear hug, so to speak. Um and it's interesting to me because the connection of the passing wasn't that long ago. I would put it less than, I want to say less than three years. Um, and it's interesting to me. And it's almost like when I connect to their energy, it's almost like the left side of my face goes numb. I know that's so weird. And I don't know if that is indicative of like a stroke or heart attack, but what it's just so interesting. I'm just giving you what I'm mm-hmm. feeling. Um, but one of the biggest things is, is regardless of who's stepping forward, is understanding that truly, number one, that you're always loved <laughs> and your guardian angels are closer yeah. to you than what you realize. Yeah. And I think that's part of your journey as well, yeah. too, is to connect to them at a deeper level. Does yeah. that make sense? No, that makes a lot of sense. On your, you know, like for yourself, like use yeah. your own abilities. Yeah, definitely. You understand that? Yeah. You're like, no. No, yeah. no, no. I, um, so sorry before I, I'm, yes. I don't want to take up too much time with no, you No, no, go ahead. I, <laughs> I feel like guardian angels sometimes give me like a sign or yeah. different signs. Do they actually do that? Yeah. Because I'll like randomly see or experience things and I'm like, Is that my guardian angel, like, looking out for me? Right. Well, we can get signs all the time, right? So, like, uh, just the other day, I noticed on my car, it was, like, 152, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I'm like, okay, I see it. Uh And I'm like, you know, um, regardless of the meaning behind it, but it's nice to know that we're getting these signs from our angels, guardian angels, loved ones. And then it's almost like, Okay, so what do you, you know, yeah. uh, what's next? Yeah. And it's so, and then we have to put it in the context of the question. 
Yeah. They're trying to let us know that they're there. It's like, okay, thanks. Yeah. My, you know? For me, it's one, two, three, four on the clock. Oh, nice. Or like on the clock or like any sort of numbers, I always see one, two, three, four. I'm like, oh, that's nice. weird. <laughs> okay. So there you go. Yeah. So when you see it, you just say thank you in your yeah. head and then, yeah. and, then, uh, and then stay open. If you're trying to make a decision, let me see that number. Yeah. And then be like, ooh, I, you know, I see that on the price tag or yeah. I see that. Be like, oh my God, I'm yeah. following the breadcrumbs. So, can I ask you like a, a specific question? Sure, sure. So, so um, do, can you, are you able to see like if there's like more like children or family expansion like in futures and stuff like so that? So, you're wondering if you're going to have more children or children down the road? Yeah. So I guess my first question would be, do you want children? That's, that's a non-psychic question, right? I, um, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I feel that that is so far off, but right now I do, um, what I, the energy, all I can tell you is the energy right now. Yeah. And it just feels like everything is okay. Mm-hmm. It's just so busy. Um, and so both sides, so whether you and I'm going to assume, uh, your husband, yep. right. So is this caught up in doing life? Mm-hmm. Um, feels like you're just trying to like the catch up. Yeah. Right. Tight. Well, it's never good yeah. to have, not, <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's not good to have kids. I'm just yeah. saying that there's no right time to have kids. Yeah. And so, you know, the time's always Right. Right. In theory. Um, but the thing is, is that um, understanding that as you do that, I just feel that you guys are waiting for to, to catch your breath. Yeah. And that's that's what I feel with it. And it's like, but work will always be there. Yeah. So you just got to make the decision. Do we want more kids? <laughs> when do we want that? You know, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. OK, so. It's not truly, I was just reading the energy around that because mm-hmm. truly that comes down between you and your partner and it's like, but do I feel it right now? No. Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean it won't happen? No, it does not. <laughs> yeah. But. That yeah. makes sense. Okay, cool. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right. So Ryan, got a few Few angels stepping in, <clears throat> Archangel Michael, good. Um, and as we talked before, Michael's all about protection, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabriel hanging up up there, uh, all about. Now it's interesting, and I don't know what I talked about three, four years ago, but it's interesting because I almost feel like with you is more of an expansion of your awareness, like your intuitive awareness, like you know, what about like almost deeper thinking, right? Um, so that's kind of an interesting, uh, I guess aspect there. And then also we go over here is Archangel Raphael. Now it's interesting to me because it doesn't feel like Raphael is working on you or for you, but it feels like you have been sending Raphael out quite a bit. And it's almost like if you've had, um, family members sick a lot and it's like uh in a sense of feeling either hopeless or being like what can i do like maybe i can send a prayer or like spirits or angels or whatever and it's like kind of going out on your behalf because that aspect of 
you know, kind of sending out. So it was kind of interesting. I was like, well, what the heck's going on there? So interesting development. And it feels almost kind of like when I connect to that aspect, it's like my head starts almost plugging up. So I don't know if you had maybe some family members that were struggling with COVID or sickness, kind of interesting aspect, right? Yep. So very interesting. So, um, so first and foremost, mom's side of the family, we do have a huge, uh, again, another female energy. We actually also have a male energy and I'll talk about them separately here. The female energy that, that I have stepping forward on the mom's side of the family do understand that she would have passed feels to me like she was approximately 82 <laughs> when she would have passed. Wow. Yeah. And one of the things that, um, and she talks about marigolds and flowers. She liked, she liked all kinds of flowers, but she talks about marigolds and cause they kind of, but it's like, don't they kind of stink? She's like, I like flowers. And she was like, but flowers, it's almost she always made like a big deal, like flowers when I was living. Right. And so the aspect of, because, you know, I won't be around when I'm not around, then I can't enjoy them. And so give me flowers when I'm living. And it's almost like she would be rolling in her grave to know how many (laughs) flowers showed up, but it's almost like where people took them. And it's like where they plant them. And so then when they were able to, and she was like, well, I guess that's okay. And so in her way, I'm trying to, but the biggest yeah. thing is that she comes in and gives you tremendous, tremendous hugs. Um, and, um, you know, talking about also where just a big, big with her passing um, has been a tremendous feels almost like ripping the family fabric in half. Right. And so the thing is, is understanding she's like, Oh, I just wish everybody would get to, or, you know, uh, in a sense, get along. And it was almost like she was the glue that kept everything. It's like, how the hell did she do that? Mm-hmm. And it's like, but everybody didn't want to disappoint her. And does that make sense to you? Does anybody? <laughs> Bueller, Bueller. Yeah, um, yeah. And the other thing that she does is she reaches out and she takes your hand. And of course she has your hand and her hand. But the other thing is that um, I'm just trying to understand. It's, I know this is going to sound so weird, but it's like, I want to say like it's a sun medallion or like it's a like you know, like in the shape of a sun, or it looks like the sun. It's like orangish, um, and she puts it in your hand. So I don't know, like if you're supposed to pass it. I don't know what's going on with it, but it's like something being placed in your. Does that even make any sense? Because I feel like I'm going crazy. Uh, that doesn't make. I, I I don't have a connection to that yet. Okay. Um, everything else does though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, but she's so excited to be here today. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, I get to. So she gets very excited. Um, and she's excited what you're doing in your life. That's She loves like hearing the accolades. Like she was very much a champion, not only for you, but it feels like for other people. She mm-hmm. she loved, loved hearing about other, you know, like, you're, I'm so proud of you. And yeah. So um, and then we also talk about the male that's on the mom's side of the family. That was my too. great grandma, by the way. Oh, that was your great grandma. Yep. Um, when did she pass? 
Um, I want to say like 82 or 83. Okay. Somewhere, somewhere around there. Right. Um, okay. But big flower gal. Oh, really? Mm. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> yep. And okay. she was, she was the glue. She was. Yep. Yeah. Just a sweet, sweet lady. Um, yeah. Kind of like the aunt B with sugar on top, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just, yeah. Always cooking and just, yep. yeah, just the, just an awesome lady. Um, then we talk about the male that's also on the mom's side of the family. So this gentleman's more loud. Um, one of the things like almost kind of like, I almost want to say like, if you go back to watch grumpier old man, like what the hell you want and <laughs> kind of that aspect, but it, it's more of a bravado, right? It's more that, 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 uh, you know, fake front, so to speak. Sure. And, but it's like, um, then once you get beyond that, it's more of a conversation. Um, I keep on seeing him like around engines. So always working on, um, vehicles or tinkering with whether it's lawnmowers or whatever cases and just a chain smoker. Cause I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I get it here and I feel it in the, and I'm like, Oh my God, like you're totally like, he's totally, what the hell do you want? You know? And it's like, I almost want to say, get him rock, you know, the old dude in the corner. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, um, I was like, boy, you're kind of a crotchety old guy. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> but like, I always have like a beer in the fridge and like smoking and, and work, but that was his happy place. I always feel like he was the tinkerer and, you know, and he's like, well, I don't like people. So <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, yeah but I like so, beer better. Yeah. I like beer better. Right. Yeah. Then I also want to recognize uh, also the female. You have a lot of females showing up today over on the dad's side of the family. Now, one of the things that I get is I do understand that she did pass from cancer. Very clear with that um, because she takes me right to the stomach area. So I'm understanding that either what has started in the stomach and spread or it spread to the stomach, one of the two. But um, but she had a lot of stomach issues as well, gastrointestinal. Okay. Um, and uh, but one of the things she always she had like a, a red hue or a tint to her hair. And so I feel that this was very indicative of dyeing her hair one too many times <laughs> and I always like getting her hair done. Right. So, um, but very, just a very sweet lady. And then going back, what she talks about is she was very much the healer. So I'm understanding that she worked as a, a nurse or an aide um, for quite some time uh, back in her um what I'm understanding younger years. So it would have been in her late teens or early twenties. Um, and before she really became a, a mom and a, you know, wife and everything. So, okay. um, and the biggest thing, Ryan, you know, going forward is first and foremost, one, one of love. Um, the other piece is, is that talking about, you know, we talked your, your great grandmother was talking about, you know, almost that ripping the family in half, but it's interesting because it's talking about where you and the family dynamic is kind of struggling The the energy there and the, the emotions are kind of waning. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. just like, I wish we could go back to the way you see, you know, it's yeah. like every, and now it's just like, Oh, I need like a bottle of Jack and a couple of Vicodin just to get through, <laughs> you know, it's like yep. almost yep. that. And it's just like, I wish I could go back in a sense. And it's not about the thing that she shares. It's not about going back, but it's about finding a new way going forward. Sure. And it's, and it's also not, um, 
going down to their level, she sharing, but taking, you know, the old aspect of the high road, right? Yep. Um, but she just wants to re- remind you to stay true to who you are. And if that's setting boundaries and saying, nope, I can't do it, um, understand that that's okay. And saying, you know what, if you need to start new traditions with your family, mm-hmm. um, then so be it. Sure. But, and she understands. So um, any questions around that? Because that's a huge one. No, that um, was. And yeah. she really giving you saying it's okay. And, you know, moving forward, you know, it's not going to change the way she feels about you. Yeah. My so. mom and my grandma will really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's like. Some stuff going on. Thanksgiving's <laughs> coming up, y'all. Yeah, it's almost, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like, so yeah, for sure. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Thing that I would share also for you guys is if you can, get good at reading energy yourselves. That's the same about intuition. Whether it's investments, whether it's like I do, like helping realtors like move homes mm-hmm. through energy, whether it's like how, you know, what, the better you can be at reading energy, the quicker you can make decisions. Sure. And be like, nope, that's bad. I, you know, like, mm-hmm. nope, nope. You weed through all the opportunities and be like, ooh, what about this one? This, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, there's something about this. Let me set it off to the side. Let yeah. Me, and then be like, I think I'm going to go with that one. So interesting. interesting. Good advice. Yeah. yeah. So, interesting. Anyways, but. Dean, thanks so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. So I know we went way over. And no, elaborating it's okay. it's great. Them, but, uh, <laughs> thanks for having me on. It's It's been a blast. Uh, Where can our listeners find you? You can go to my website at themilitarymedium.com um, or deanmcmurray.com. It'll take you to the same place. Uh, social media. Just look me up. Um, the Military Medium you know, just about every platform. Yep. Just Google, you know, same. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. stock me just like, like <laughs> yeah. Did. yellow pages. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yellow, yeah, yellow pages. pages. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm all over uh, YouTube and everything else. And yeah, you can stock me, whatever. <laughs> Thank you so much again. Thanks this guys. So it was fun. fun. This was fun. So yeah. much fun. Yeah. And I hope you guys have a very, uh, happy Halloween. Yes. I know yeah. that's coming up here on Sunday. Yes. It'll be so fun. So. Yes. Yeah. All right. so. Thanks so much, Dean. We'll Thanks, be in guys. Touch. Yes. You bet. Uh, yeah. We'll see you again when we go ghost hunting. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, Hot Dish. Bye. 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 You can say bye. 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 <laughs> Amazing.